listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello. I am back. It feels like I have returned from a distant planet or, you know, back from beyond. Um... This is my first podcast since having a baby, (laughs) and I've been thinking about what I want to speak about, and it's been on my mind, but of course, it's always difficult to find time, and I'm a perfectionist, so I like things to be just so, and I've decided to let that go. As as you know, from the start of the season, the recording quality is not as good as it could be. It's not studio quality. So right now I'm actually in bed, I'm not under a duvet fort, I'm not trying to manage the sound, if you hear background noise, you that's completely what it is, but we do our best. Um, so I've just decided to just do it, get it going, regardless of whether it sounds good or not. So I thought today I would talk about, I guess, the beginning of postpartum and reflecting on the fact that I'm no longer pregnant and what is the difference between pregnancy and postpartum and how it feels and um, also thought to reflect a little bit on the birth itself as well. So um, because I'm a psychologist and because I'm a private person just generally, I'm not really going to share all of the details about my experience Uh, here in this forum it just doesn't feel right for me although I'm sure in some ways there'd be a bigger audience and I would be it would be greatly appreciated by a lot of people if I was more candid and if I shared more of myself I do I do recognize that that there's a lot of benefit for people if you that the more you share the more open you are the more honest you are but I'm gonna I'm gonna share I'm just gonna share things that I think are almost like universal themes or concepts that I think can um, be used to make sense of these experiences for everybody, um, obviously through the lens of my own experience, but without going into too much detail about the specifics, because that's my story. Um, I also just want to shout out to D Marco. Um, my dear friend Genevieve Patip has put me onto her newsletter that she was doing for the first 40 days after birth. And I think it's a great um, account of postpartum. Uh, so if you want to know how to find that, hmm, I'm trying to think how I can do that. I could maybe link to it in the in the show notes of this. Um this podcast otherwise get hold of me to find out or get hold of Genevieve to find out how to access D's or find out find D on um, Instagram I think she's on Instagram um to find to get her account it's always it's always really quite novel actually to hear a daily account of how things are when you after you've had a baby because it's kind of it's a bit of a mush and people don't really speak about it that much and yeah it's it's not always so clear what 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 it entails okay that's an aside 
So I'd like to just start by talking about birth. Um, I want to read something that Dee actually said in one of her newsletters. Um, and I just think this is a really incredible um, description. So she writes, it never ceases to amaze me how labor is the complex and an otherworldly bridge between carrying your child in your body, pregnancy, and mothering them outside of your body, postpartum. The journey between the two realms is not something that one can articulate. Yet, with each one, you're in this world, and then just like that, you're elsewhere, with a new person, both you and the new human, new person. So, I just thought about that being what this podcast is really about, which is this transition, this this episode, this transition from being pregnant to being postpartum and how the bridge is this labor, this birth, um, and how I really do believe however, however you end up bringing this baby into the world, whether it is by um vagina delivery at home or in hospital whether it is a planned elective cesarean or an emergency cesarean after being in labor um i do think that whatever the case may be there is a a kind of leaving and returning that happens a leaving of this planet of your you you, you sort of leave your body you leave your senses you leave your consciousness on some levels it it is an altered state of consciousness birth i believe um i do believe it is something between worlds it is a between worlds experience and and that can feel very disorientating and i mean if you do have labor and you actually experiencing the discomfort of contractions or surges or whatever you want to call them, it's not necessarily pleasant to be ripped from this world and pulled into another or from this realm and into another. Um, and I think that must be the case for babies as well, you know, that they're in their absolute, you know, unbelievably regulated environment of the womb where everything is so consistent and calm and and it's a it's an it's another world it's a world that is incredibly soothing and undemanding and they literally have to get pulled you know they're propelled out into the the new world the the next world and I've been reflecting a lot about how the experience that a newborn has and a new mother or a mother who's just had a newborn, how they are, there's parallels, how the baby and the mother are in some ways, um, in, they're in some ways they're in the same, they're experiencing the same um, experiences the, the the same they're 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 tuning into the world with using the same um sensory apparatus or sensory systems it's like 
after birth or maybe during labor even you are you're not a sophisticated human being i just can't say it enough. it's very primal it's very primitive you're not thinking you're not making sense of you're not you're not i mean i wasn't even able to string sentences together you know there's there's something that takes you back to a kind of regressed primitive state and and what i found really fascinating is how i mean there's a lot of people around you actually well, they were they were in my case supporting me helping me coaching me taking me through the stages um and it's like you need that you need that support you need someone else to be doing the thinking someone else to be doing the feeding someone else to be doing the the heavy lifting you know it's like you aren't capable of doing anything you are like a newborn infant incapable just barely able to do the basic bodily functions you know that's that's kind of where where you're at and i and i think that's a really interesting thing psychologically to kind of for anyone in this modern world who's living a life of modern convenience where there is yeah just you know things work things are on tap we we do things we know things we we understand things we're busy we're, we're using our minds um and then all of a sudden you get pulled out of that into this you get gripped by this other force that takes you out of that world and it doesn't matter how sophisticated you are or how elegantly you choose to dress and you know how intelligent you are or how much how learned you are or whatever you know like it doesn't matter any of that you if you are giving birth you are back to being in a primitive primal state and you are sort of stripped of your I mean some people might say you're stripped of your dignity in some ways it's not a, it's not particularly dignified but it's not that you're stripped of your of this facade of civilization you you stripped of this of these masks that we wear that that make us feel like we're in control actually and that can be very wild and disorientating and i think that people who are not comfortable with being out of control uh it's very it's a big it's it's something that you can really struggle with really anyway okay so that's that's birth that's labor um i could say more on this i think i think if i could say one thing I want to dispel the myth that even if you have a successful vaginal delivery that you are somehow this like feminine goddess who is you know just so in touch with their bodies and you and your body work together and you and your body and your baby work together to bring forth this life and you know I want to just say there's there's an alternative narrative to that which is that actually it's bloody and 
gory and you're naked and it's unromantic and you swear and and you want it to end and you're not feeling particularly um uh you know it's not like that moment of running across the marathon where your hands up in the air and the and you push through the ribbon and you're feeling elated and the music is going and you're you know having having the best day of your life it's it's much more like you finish the marathon with blood in your shoes blisters breaking sweat pouring down you chafe all over you um blistered lips from dehydration and aching muscles everywhere and you collapse over the finish line you know <laughs> like i think i just want to say there's something to be said for this sort of the glorification of birth and labor that we we we're supposed to look like these you know angelic goddess like women who just kind of like breathe and hum and bring forth life in this kind of amazingly um harmonious way i do think that exists and i think some women do achieve that or you know that is possible for women for some people for some birthing people but i do also think there's an alternative narrative which is like it's messy and it's and it's like a, a slog and it's hellish and you're out of your mind you know so you're you're looking like a deranged bachy on the streets you know like some of the time and and that that's okay that that's part of the process and coming to terms with that is just it's part of the inelegance of this whole story you know i think so much of pregnancy is buying these like sweet little clothes or getting you know having a baby shower and having everyone buy you these sweet little clothes and dressing up your nursery to look so pretty and it's all a big show because the truth of what having a baby is like is you know you they're covered in poo half the time there's spit up everywhere as as you know it's babies are a messy human human things you know they're to be human is 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 to is to um straddle the the fact that there's this dressed up masked part of us that can present to the world in this way that is sophisticated and elegant and aesthetic and um whatever a pretense you know and then part of what being human is is this ugly messy gory you know the 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 abject the the parts of us that is that that is unseemly and that that's life and that birth and babies and making babies is is about life and life is both 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 parts of us both parts of our humanity so so I'm some some crossing over now into into the the next realm which is the now you've you've had a baby and I'm now three and a half weeks in almost four weeks so I've kind of I've got a bit of hindsight already to look in to look back at the process and think about what it's like to be so newly postpartum. And you know, I just want to say I think it's fair to say that it's quite horrific. Um you know, I don't think I mean, I'm one of I was one of those people that had a baby before a lot of my friends, so I didn't have a lot of people telling me how it is. 
nowadays I hear people talking about it a lot more and a lot of my friends who are having babies now are telling me that they they really understand like they're hearing the stories and they're getting the picture of like what it's really like um but it's really is it's a it's a it's a it's a bit of a rough period and um and physically a very 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 rough period in the sense that it requires recovery and i think this is something that culturally we do not frame properly we we've, we we've we fucked it up in our culture um i think there are other cultures that do better with this um but generally i'm finding that there's a big mismatch between what we think about when we think about the first 3 weeks postpartum first 6 weeks even and how we respond to people who've just had babies and what we should be thinking about and 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 really the truth is that with however you brought this baby into the world um you are physically recovering you are re- you are recovering from something physically mammoth mammoth it doesn't matter whether it was a cesarean or a, or a vaginal delivery it doesn't matter what happens you know whether it's long or short whether it's whether you had stitches or you didn't have stitches you know regardless you are recovering from something on a physical level just that i mean we won't even go in, i'm not even going to go into the emotions just yet just physically you're recovering from from something crazy um when i think about that marathon um that marathon analogy i don't even think that comes close to what is going on really physically for you it's much more akin to uh an injury actually much more akin to going in for surgery or for um yeah having an accident or something like that um where actually people should be thinking about someone who's just had a baby as someone who has just gone through an accident someone who is incapacitated physically and who is recovering physically and who needs to be treated as a patient in some ways as someone who is in need of care and 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 help to facilitate recovery what is the case is that people go when can we see the baby <laughs> and they rush to come over to meet the baby and see the baby and that's cool i get it like fresh newborns are freaking adorable they there's something i mean they are otherworldly they have literally come to us from another world and they are i think they're magic i think it's magic and people want in on the magic people want to breathe that magic in they want to suck it up and take it in for themselves because it's like a life force that they can then use to propel them through their day i don't know that's how it feels but in doing so they neglect the fact that they're dealing with the mother of this baby who doesn't feel like being the amusement park that they that they currently are being treated as you know they don't to be to be a postpartum mother is is to be treated as if you are um yeah a, a visiting booth a, you know, at a at a an amusement park rather than a recovering patient who needs support and love and care and tenderness <laughs> i mean it's not all that dramatic um but it can feel like that at times 
So really, I think if we can do ourselves all a big favor, we need to change the narrative around birth and postpartum, and we need to tell everyone that they need to frame their questions, their their comments, and their inquiries to fit the situation, which is that you are coming to meet a baby, but you're also coming to see someone who is in recovery and attend to someone who is in recovery and that should be what everyone has in their minds when they go to the hospital when they go to the home after the baby is born um the physical recovery is wild it's gory it's gnarly there is a seemingly endless list of things that you need to do to help your body um a friend of mine who's also recently postpartum and I've been chatting about this and we you know we were discussing things like you know when you get when you're in a hospital you get also you know like medication drips etc put in you and for example there's like bruises from the sites of the injections um I know that some people's partners have bruises on them from where they were holding onto their partner when they were in labor. Um, if you have a cesarean, you might, you, you will have a big scar, a big wound in your abdomen. If you had a vaginal delivery, you might have stitches or lacerations in your perineum area. You might have hemorrhoids. You, there's various or prolapses or whatever that could go wrong. You might, there are various physical wounds that show up on the body and my friend referred to this as the the what did she what did she say she called it the the war zone of creation was that that the battlefield the battlefield of creation our bodies are the battlefield of creation I thought that was such a wonderful phrase um because that's something that strikes you when you are newly postpartum is that you are a battlefield and and no one treats you as such and you so you're alone in this battlefield experience and you can re, you can report to people about it you can report to people from that place but it's still yours alone to bear and there's something incredibly um raw and tender and in some ways you feel un- it feels it feels unfair like why is my body the one that's taken this hit you know and of course that your your partner hasn't you know is walking around perfectly fine you know fresh as a daisy <laughs> not so much because there's obviously sleep deprivation but but it's something really profound that women's bodies take on that this that there is this this battlefield feeling this battlefield feeling like you've been battled and battered and bruised literally and in some ways it's good that you physically are in pain because it slows you down and it means that you actually have to take care of yourself like an injured patient um because there's obviously psychological wounds that are there as well you know there's that feeling of being pulled from one realm to another that is it's it's extreme it's it's you know psychologically hormonally what's going on in your body is so 
um, complex and multifaceted and multi-leveled and and you don't understand it all, but you can feel it all. And it's and it's like being on a big water slide that pushes you around and you kind of have to surrender, but you're scared and, and it hurts and you're not sure whether you like where you're going and where, where you're being pushed to. Um, and there's so much beauty in letting tears flow and really letting the emotions of that experience wash over you. And I think um, any new mom will attest to the fact that those early postpartum hormones are a wild roller coaster ride and 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 that they, that they must be you must ride it you have to ride it and part of that is feeling it all knowing it all resisting it in times because we do we do resist things we don't like that's just human <laughs> push back we want to, we don't want it we say no i don't want to feel this way and we that's fair it's fair to be in that experience but to come through it, to 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 meet it, to see it and say, this is where I'm at, is very important. So I think, you know, just to say some things to expect from that emotionally, that emotional roller coaster. I think one feeling is is a kind of grief, a kind of sadness. I think you feel sad for your body. I think you feel sad for what's been lost. In some ways, pregnancy is something incredibly special, even if it's uncomfortable at the end, you know. I mean, I am, you know, the first to admit I was a grumpy pregnant person. I don't love being pregnant. It's like lugging a suitcase around with you at a train station in Europe. You know, it's like it's uncomfortable. It's extra weight. It's cumbersome. It's There's lots of aches and pains and niggles and, you know, it's what all of that. But there's something incredibly, I mean, it must be something to do with the hormones as well, but also the fact that you're carrying double your uh, um, blood. You know, you've got twice as much blood flowing through your body. Um, maybe also the water retention. There's something about it that's that you feel very full, very, very full and firm, and um, yeah, like you're bursting at the seams, but in a good way. Like there's like there's life inside of you, and you're and you're holding it all inside of you. And postpartum, it feels like something's been lost. Like you've like you've shed this thing that was making you whole, and now you feel a little bit empty. A little bit like like an emptied out shell, like 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 the marrow has been sucked out of you, like you're a bit brittle, and that's just on a physical level. I think you feel that way emotionally as well. Like there's something about the postpartum hormones that that make you feel incredibly, um, yeah, like like used up, like like something that's been used up and discarded on some level. It's weird to say that because, of course, there's still a baby and you're still breastfeeding, you're still engaging, and there's maybe other older children that you're engaging with. You're still in the world, but there's a, but on another level, there's this part of you that feels sapped. Um, and it's part of that process of moving between these two worlds and having gone through this crazy labor and all of that. So... Yeah, I think I think that's all I want to reflect on. There's another quote I want to read here um, from from Dee, and she goes, 40 days. So this is what she chose. She chose to, to document for 40 days. I decided on the back of a beautifully warming conversation with a fellow mum, a, tri a trimester ahead of us, 
them coming out of the fourth trimester, us going into it. She told me of a Muslim tradition of 40 days postpartum and that the belief is that the mother's labored body is like an open grave. It needs to heal and be cared for. It's a vulnerable time in a morbid and joyful kind of way. Subsequently, I've read about various other cultures who observe similar 40-day rituals to protect mothers and babes. Capitalist societies do not value this care. Vulnerability strikes us. Sorry, vulnerability strikes me as such a moving word. To be vulnerable is to be open to danger. To be vulnerable is to be open to love. I just think that's really beautiful. So there's this vulnerability in postpartum and it's a cracking open feeling. It's a raw, my insides are on the outside feeling. Um, and 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 there's there's nothing quite like it. It's very hard to describe to someone who hasn't been in it, which is why I really recommend speaking to other people who are in the experience with you. I have found immense comfort in speaking to other moms who are postpartum alongside me. I'm so lucky this time that I have so many. Uh, it's baby season, I guess this this year. I'm not sure why, um, but it's been a life a lifeline and a godsend to just reflect on these these the similarities in, in 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 experiences between you know in in this in between worlds time um and just to to feel those 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 feelings oh i was i was going through the list of feelings so there's a grief there's a sadness there's a there's a sense of um i mean there's there's a lot of like being moved, being be, feeling like like you're in touch with um, great love and compassion. Like you'll watch a TV show and something that would not normally make you cry, like a you know a moment between characters, suddenly is you know you you you've got tears streaming down your face and your feelings are like one of this shared humanity, the sense of total compassion and empathy for this human's experience, you know, and I think that that's such a beautiful gift of postpartum, that we are such raw, um, vulnerable versions of ourselves, and and if we allow that, if we allow ourselves to surrender to that and be soft and be gentle and be, and feel it, feel, feel it all, you know, then I think we can let those those feelings in and it's it can be scary just like d says you know it's being vulnerable is being open to danger and being open to love and i think your big job when you're newly postpartum is to be open to love you learning learning to love this little being and you know i want to say you you shouldn't be expected to love this being straight away um babies you know they, they they're also just people and they're new to us and of course there's this hormonal thing and this biological thing where we we will look after that baby from day one and you know there's a there's a bond for sure and a connection before before you form the bond but it's okay if you don't immediately feel this like overwhelming love and knowing of this creature you're going to get to know this creature it takes time i mean i i've had moments where i've looked at this baby and thought this could be any baby. Like anyone could have just handed me a baby right now. Like, I don't know this is my baby. I don't feel that recognition. Like this is, even though some people say this baby looks just like me, but 
but it, you know it's okay to have those moments of like wow this is so new and so fresh and i'm 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 primed to love this creature i'm primed to fall in love with this creature i can feel all the hormones and all the emotions are there ready for me to surrender to and to kind of yeah to to delve into but i can also feel that that's that also has to be a conscious choice like i've got to i've got to do this thing i've got to practice this thing it's a practice it's a it's a i've got to walk this path with this person and i can tell you now that 3 weeks in i'm nowhere close to sort of having it waxed you know every day is a new a new beginning in a way where you have to start again and figure the things out again and feel fresh again and feel new and feel like you're a bit wobbly on your feet and that's part of the the process um one thing that i haven't found this time which i think i did feel the first time around was um and maybe it's something to do with the kind of birth that i have but i did feel a lot less i did feel a lot more out of control last time and a lot more um out of my own body like a kind of depersonalization where i felt like i didn't know myself and i didn't know who i was i think it may also just have been because i was a, it was a first time mom thing you know like to go from being um a woman without a baby to being a mother is a massive shift the biggest shift i think anyone will ever ever go through in their lives and so when i talk about this womb to world shift that takes place these between these two realms i think that is what babies and moms have to go through but then in addition to that new moms have to go through this massive shift called matrescence which is becoming a mother and that rips you away from yourself and pulls you into a new being a new articulation of your being that you actually have never met before and it's like you are estranged you're estranged from yourself and i think that this that's that's why that that experience the first time around was so much more radical and it's kind of you know felt like it had that sense of depersonalization of not being myself this time around i don't feel that way i feel in control and empowered in myself a lot more and i and i feel like i have myself to 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 be there in support of me as well that's a whole another podcast by the way i want to do a whole podcast on support and how support is important um i think i'm going to end off here um oh that i want to say was that the other feeling i don't have this time around is resentment i had a lot of resentment the first time around where i was like at home with the baby all the time and my partner was going back to work after paternity leave ended and i felt like this is unfair why is this all on me why am i the one that's dealing with this why am i the one that's in physical recovery why am i the one that's looking after the baby more than he is etc um i don't feel that this time around and i have to say i want to normalize both so i think feeling resentful or angry or um annoyed or frustrated totally normal totally your experience valid um i'm very gr- grateful that i don't feel that way this time around but um and maybe i will get there <laughs> not saying it's a forever thing but at this stage that's not how i've been feeling um but it is very normal to feel that way so if you have been feeling angry or resentful and it's absolutely normal 
Um, yeah. So those are some of the postpartum emotions that you can expect. Um, just a reminder that my Oh Baby WTF workshop is going to be loaded up on my website soon and you can download it at your convenience. And that goes through the whole gamut of what to expect postpartum. And, you know, please inquire after that if you're interested in that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do as many podcasts as I can. Um, so you'll be hearing from me soon, but I thought I would send this one out now while I have a chance. I'm feeling slightly less sleep deprived today, so I thought I would go for it. Okay. Right. I think that's it for today. Please send me any questions or comments you have. I'd love to hear from you. Okie dokie. Bye. Thank you.